0: What does motion sound like? With Kizikans free shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com/socks.
1: Ethnically accurate Jesus goes right here next to Father Mary and Mother Josephine, followed closely by the three genderless wise people on their bird scooters, Tignataro for some reason, and of course, the little drummer them, because God forbid we call a boy a boy. Is the season to be trans or something like that? I'm Dave Rubin. This is the Ruben Report. It's December 6th, 2023. We are live streaming on Rumble, YouTube, and locals. Share, tap that subscription button, the notification bell, all of those things. And if you want to join us for the post game, as always, Ruben Report. Dot locals.com and yes, because it is the tis, it tis it tis tis t- t- the season to be jolly. Dave store we've got some new stuff. Hoodies, mugs, t-shirts. There's all kinds of stuff over there. Dave Uh today's show is I would say a culmination in many ways of my life's work. I have spent the last couple years trying to explain to many people across the interwebs that the wokesters the lefties, the collectivists, that these people have completely lost their mind and that we have to take them seriously because while they have purple hair and they don't know what genitals are attached to their body, they are destroying absolutely everything. And I think subsequently over the last couple of years, people have sort of realized it more and more. You know, years ago, people used to say, oh, don't worry, they're just a bunch of crazy college kids. But when they get out into the real world, the real world will show them what's up. But I think we've seen that the real world in many cases has just folded to them, that the ideas that they have learned in these colleges are all the wrong ideas. And then they have then brought these ideas into our institutions, our corporate atmosphere, our governmental institutions, all of these things. And now everything seems to be collapsing. But yesterday, there was a congressional hearing that might have been the most incredible example of how evil this ideology is and how deeply it has infected our colleges. Uh, The presidents of Harvard, MIT, and Penn were brought in front of Congress to discuss what's going on with the crazed anti-Semitism and calls for genocide and violence and vandalism that's happening on their campuses. And they were asked a bunch of different questions. And we're gonna show you some absolutely wild video. Like it is unbelievably staggering what's going on there. We're gonna compare that, of course, with some of the people who've been warning about all of this stuff for years. And then maybe at the end, we'll figure out a way to see if there's a better way to uh, deal with the world rather than burning everything down. But I wanna start uh, with the new president of Argentina. As you know, Javier Malay, the libertarian who we're being told is far right just because he believes in limited government and low taxes and he doesn't wanna fund all of these crazy social justice programs. Uh, He is the new president of Argentina And he ran on a radically anti-woke, anti-social justice platform because he believes the ideas of collectivism are the worst set of ideas. They only destroy. They do not create. Argentina has been in a lot of trouble for 20 years. He's got crazy hair. It's quite a, uh, I would say, a package with this guy. Uh, Here he is explaining why social justice is the ultimate injustice.
2: En primer lugar, hay, hay una frase de Milton Friedman que me parece sublime respecto a estos temas, que es Cuando vos pones la igualdad por encima de la libertad, no terminás consiguiendo ninguna de las dos. Cuando vos pones la libertad por encima de la igualdad, conseguís muchas de ambas. El propio John Stuart Mill se señalaba que una sociedad donde hace tanto hincapié en la igualdad, A la postre se vuelve una sociedad de saqueadores y se hunde. Esa es la historia de Argentina. Hablaban de la tiranía de las mayorías. Bueno, por eso. Ahí justamente, justamente el punto cuál es. Que la justicia social es injusta. No hay nada más injusto que la justicia social. Porque ¿cuál es el gran logro del liberalismo? El gran logro del liberalismo es haber logrado la igualdad ante la ley. Es decir, la ley es la misma para todos. Cuando vos... Vas por el tema de la justicia social, que es la redistribución del ingreso. Vos, en el fondo, lo que estás haciendo es utilizar el aparato represivo del Estado para sacarle al exitoso, para distribuirlo antojadizamente en función de lo que quiere el que está en la poltrona.
1: Okay, let me recap that for those of you uh, who are listening on the audio podcast, who maybe don't speak Spanish. In essence. While quoting Milton Friedman and a couple other uh, great thinkers, he's saying that the idea of liberalism, that we would all be equal before the law, that this is a just idea, this was a good idea, That that is the bedrock idea of Western civilizations, but it is counter to the idea of social justice, that we will give and redistribute based on these characteristics and we will take from some who produce and give to others based on whatever reason the people in power want to give. That is what he is trying to unfurl right now in Argentina because they have had one of the most woke governments for the last 20 years. Before the word woke had become ubiquitous, they had all of these crazy government programs. They destroyed their own economy. They had gender programs in the government and all of the absolute lunacy. So he's calmly laying out that the idea of true liberalism is good but it has nothing to do obviously with the modern progressivism and wokeism and social justice movement and all that. Now, before I get to what happened yesterday in Congress, I wanna jump back to a video from 2018. This is one of the videos, this might be the video actually that put Jordan Peterson on the map when he did this interview uh, with British quote unquote journalist, Kathy Newman. Uh, He here explains, this isn't the part that made him go viral. Uh, but this is another piece of the the Jordan Peterson puzzle, and I think it'll frame what we're doing today very nicely. Uh, Here he is explaining, 2018, five years ago, that the philosophy that is guiding the left, the philosophy that's guiding the social justice warriors, the wokesters, the collectivists, the neo-racists, all of those people, right? It's a big swath of people, uh, that it's the exact same philosophy of Mao Zedong, who killed about a hundred million of his own people. Take a look.
3: Well, except you've also called trans campaigners authoritarian, haven't you? I mean, isn't that... Well, only imp- in the
4: broader context of my claims that radical leftist ideologues are uh, authoritarian yes, but which they are you're
3: saying someone who is trying to work out their gender identity who may well have struggled with that had quite a no different struggle with it yeah. you're comparing them with you know chairman mao
4: who no, just the saw activists. the deaths
3: of millions of people well just even activists. if the activists you know they're trans people too they have a right to say these things yeah but they don't isn't have a right, grossly right to speak insensitive, for their whole community to compare them to Chairman Mao or you know I could Pinochet Augusto Pinochet I mean you know this is grossly insensitive I it?
4: didn't compare them to Pinochet. Well, I did compare them authori- to He Mao. was an authoritarian. He's wasn't. a right-winger, though. I was comparing them to the left-wing totalitarians. Okay, and I do believe Mao, they are left-wing Mao, totalitarians.
3: Under Mao, millions of people died. Right. I mean, there's no comparison between that's... Mao and a trans-activist,
4: is there? Why not?
3: Because trans-activists aren't killing millions
4: of people? The philosophy that's guiding their utterances is the same philosophy.
1: Yes, that last line there. So Kathy Newman ain't that bright. We all know that. What you really remember Kathy Newman from is the, what was the exact line she said? So what you're saying is. Remember, she just couldn't understand Jordan and she repeatedly kept saying, so what you're saying is. Uh, But Kathy Newman there seems to not understand and I'll give her a little bit of credit in that this is five years ago. What Jordan's trying to explain is that the totalitarian ideology of someone like Mao Zedong could lead to the death of 100 million of his own people because he wanted to form this perfect society. What Jordan is cleanly and clearly laying out, and she's clearly offended by, is the idea that these trans activists, these radical lefty activists, and again, he's saying this five years ago, that what sits within them is the ability to kill an awful lot of people. Not that they're doing it yet, not that they're right on the precipice of doing it, although five years later, here we are in 2023, and we have calls for genocide throughout our universities. But it's the, he's not comparing Mao Zedong, the leader, to the trans activists so specifically. He's saying the ideology, the totalitarian way of if I had enough control and if I could order societies the way I wanted and get rid of all those imperfections, which means getting rid of a lot of people, I would do it. And that has become very obvious. So now this is gonna get us to what happened uh, in the halls of Congress yesterday. It's absolutely wild. But before we talk about that, let me see if I can get through this Manscaped ad properly. Guys, Mary Ballsmith from our friends over at Manscaped. The holidays are approaching, but what if I told you that the celebrations are starting early this year? It turns out that the perfect gift does exist, and who else to bring it down your chimney than the leaders in below-the-waist in below grooming? Keep calm and let your balls jingle this season with Manscaped's brand new Performance Package 5.0 Ultra. Featuring the new Lawn Mower 5.0, watch all your wishes and mistletoe kisses come true. Look nice when you're going to be naughty by going to Manscaped.com and using code Dave for 20% off plus free shipping. Manscaped's Performance Package 5.0 Ultra is the ultimate bundle for the man who deserves it all. Included in this special sack is the lawnmower 5.0 ultra, the weed whacker 2.0 ear and nose trimmer, manscapes liquid formulations, and two free gifts. Now that you've groomed the candy cane, it's time to make sure you don't smell like a reindeer with the crop through their aftershave lotion and crop preserver anti-ball chafe deodorant. Once they touch your sack, you'll never go back. The gift of Manscaped doesn't stop there. Two free gifts that come with this bundle are Manscaped Boxers 2.0 Premium Underwear and the Shed 2.0 Toiletry Bag. These are seriously the best boxers I've ever worn. In fact, I'm wearing them right now, but I'm not gonna show you. Not gonna gonna show. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code Dave at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use code Dave, Manscaped. Get your jingle balls ready for the holidays, huh? Huh? Come on. I did it. All right. So I started with incoming Argentinian president, Javier Malay, laying out the difference between liberalism, equality versus social justice, right? Then we played a video of Jordan Peterson explaining to Kathy Newman that the totalitarian ideology that drove someone like Mao Zedong, who killed a hundred million of his own people, in the quest for perfection, a perfect society, is the same thing that's driving the trans activists of today. He was talking about that in 2018. Now I wanna bring you uh, to yesterday. Uh, so there was a congressional hearing where they got the presidents of MIT, of University, uh, UPenn, and Harvard, and they dragged them out there to go, what the high hell is going on with the anti-Semitism on your campuses? These protests and blocking buildings and attacking students and vandalizing stuff and all all of the stuff that you get. Uh, so Representative, she's from New York, Republican Elise Stefanik asked MIT President Sally Kornbluth and Penn President Liz McGill if it's okay to call for the genocide of the Jews, I might recommend that before we play this clip that you adjust yourself and make sure you're sitting in your seat securely because you might actually fall out of your chair.
5: Dr. Kornbluth, at MIT, does calling for the genocide of Jews violate MIT's code of conduct or rules regarding bullying and harassment, yes or no? If targeted at individuals, not making public statements. Yes or no? Calling for the genocide of Jews does not constitute bullying and harassment? I have not heard calling for the genocide for Jews on our campus. But you've heard chants for intifada? I've heard chants, which can be anti-Semitic depending on the context, when calling for the elimination of the Jewish people. So those would not be according to the MIT's code of conduct or rules? That would be um, investigated as harassment, if pervasive and severe. Ms. McGill, at Penn, does calling for the genocide of Jews violate Penn's rules or code of conduct, yes or no?
0: If the speech turns into conduct, it can be harassment,
5: yes. I I am asking, specifically calling for the genocide of Jews, does that constitute bullying or harassment? If it is directed and severe or pervasive, it is harassment.
0: It can be harassment, yes.
5: Conduct meaning committing the act of genocide? The speech is not harassment? This is unacceptable, Ms. McGill. I'm gonna give you one more opportunity for the world to see your answer. Does calling for the genocide of Jews violate Penn's code of conduct when it comes to bullying and harassment? Yes or no?
0: It can be harassment.
5: The answer is yes
1: you know i've watched this five times this morning and i'm still almost speechless first off that lady there at the end um the smile she's smiling the whole time like i think the devil is in her like she has been possessed by the devil i don't know that i exactly mean that literally but i kind of do in in a real spiritual sense these people have become rotten from the inside uh, there was so much obfuscation there. First off, I wanna give real credit. Can we can we try to get uh, Elise Stefanik on the show? I think we we almost had her on about a year ago. I wanna try to get her on the show. She did an absolutely great job, very cleanly, clearly laying out. Come on now, like, come on, I'm giving you a chance here. The whole world's watching. And the, the devil woman with that smile. Uh, you have to also remember, before I get into some of the specifics, these schools for the last five, seven years, we have been told that these kids should be issued microaggressions and trigger warnings, and they should be told if they're gonna be discussing something that might upset them and everything else, and they're the generation snowflake, and we shouldn't upset them, and it's their truth, and all of these things. Suddenly, when it comes to calling for extermination of one particular minority, well, as one of them said, only when speech turns into conduct. And as Elise Stefanik said, yes, that would be the genocide. So you can defend free speech and also say, uh, you know, if you keep calling for genocide, or we're going to kill all the Jews or all that—that that actually is harassment. A school is a- allowed to have a harassment policy, right? That that they can have their own uh, rules and regulations around. But for her to say it's only when it turns into conduct. So you could be wandering down the streets, kill all the Jews, everybody kill all the Jews. You want to kill some Jews? Come on, we're taking a walk. We're going to go kill all the Jews. And there's Jewish students around there going, you know, I'd prefer not to be killed today. This seems this seems a little bit crazy. And that their university's only uh, ability to do anything would be after the conduct had occurred. So after the, de- oh, look, there's a bunch of dead Jews there. Well, we should have done something about that. It is, it is so extraordinary. It shouldn't, the thing is, this shouldn't surprise anybody. Even though I've watched it five times, and even though I'm, we're gonna go into some of the people that are discussing this now and talking about this on Twitter and elsewhere, this is what the end of social justice would look like. It would look like a bunch of smiling, smug, disgusting college presidents defending calling for genocide, making sure that there were no rules and regulations followed at their universities as far as what you could call for when you're protesting and whether you were allowed to take over buildings and everything else. Anyway, it continued. Here is Elise Stefanik asking Harvard President Claudine Gay (laughs) the same question.
5: And Dr. Gay, at Harvard, does calling for the genocide of Jews violate Harvard's rules of bullying and harassment, yes or no?
0: It can be, depending on the context.
5: What's the context?
0: Targeted as an individual, targeted at an individual.
5: It's targeted at Jewish students, Jewish individuals. Do you understand your testimony is dehumanizing them? Do you understand that dehumanization is part of antisemitism? I will ask you one more time. Does calling for the genocide of Jews violate Harvard's rules of bullying and harassment? Yes or no?
0: Antisemitic rhetoric. And is it anti-Semitic rhetoric? Anti-Semitic rhetoric, when it crosses into conduct that amounts to bullying, harassment, intimidation, that is actionable conduct, and we do take action.
5: So the answer is yes, that calling for the genocide of Jews violates Harvard Code of Conduct, correct?
0: Again. It depends on the context.
5: It does not depend on the context. The answer is yes, and this is why you should resign. These are unacceptable answers across the board.
1: This is so extraordinary. I want to. I just wanna make the distinction again. She's not talking about what the First Amendment allows. What these people, when they call for the geno- genocide of the Jews or when they're calling for river to the sea or any of those things, they're trying to intentionally get as close as they possibly can to a violation of the First Amendment, right? Like they're using our rules against us. That's one thing. But that's not what Stefanik is asking about here. She's saying, what are the policies of the school? You guys, when kids come to the school, you get a booklet or a pamphlet or something, and it's a bullying and harassment pamphlet. Try to imagine it this way. Try to imagine it this way. Imagine if there was a whole bunch of white kids rampaging through Harvard, calling for the genocide of black people. What do you think Harvard would be doing right now? Connor, you're white. Give me, give me something on this one. They would not allow it according to White Connor. (laughs) They wouldn't allow it and we all know they wouldn't allow it and they shouldn't allow it. They have their policy related to bullying and harassment. The fact that this dingbat Miss Gay, Dr. Gay, which is like just so perfect for related to all, Dr. Gay. um, (laughs) But the fact that Dr. Gay is like, well, you know, really it's again, when it turns into conduct. Okay, so when we have 10 dead Jews hanging into Harvard Square Would that be enough for you? Would that be a problem? Anyway, thankfully, everyone with their head on straight, and there still are a couple people, uh, are calling this out for the abject lunacy that it is. Here's Elon Musk, who, no, is not an anti-Semite. Let me help them out here calling for the genocide death of anyone obviously constitutes harassment. Again, this is their own policies related to bullying and harassing, right? So this is separate from the First Amendment itself. So once again, Elon Musk just doing the right thing, the thing that we all know, but that these corrupt mind muddled social justice freaks who have been given you know, jobs that these people are probably paid three or $400,000 a year to do. It's just disgusting. Anyway, Jordan Peterson, he saw it. He said, I simply cannot believe what I just heard and saw. All three of these women should immediately resign, hanging their heads in shame. The mighty have truly uh, fallen, and he Tagged Harvard and MIT. Obviously Penn was the other one there. Uh, and I got one more for you. This was particularly interesting, I thought. Uh, Eric Weinstein, who obviously is a friend of the show, been on many times, this is, this is really something. My undergraduate university, Penn, my PhD university, Harvard, and my postdoctoral university, MIT, all walk into a hearing, three for three. This is like the setup of a personalized anti-Semitic can joked from hell. What I would like to say to the presidents of all three institutions, you just aren't good enough for these institutions. This is not revolutionary Marxist justice, finger painting, daycare for sociopaths. Enough DEI, enough normalization of hatred. Have someone else who understands academia, science, and research take over. Uh, He links to a video that's regarding a take back MIT stance that he did with Lex Freeman a couple years ago. Um, I would uh, caveat what Eric said there with with one thing, which is um, they will not, it's not that they won't step down, maybe one or two of them eventually over the next year or two will step down and they'll have some excuse. These places are rotted all the way through. I've said it before and I will say it again, I will never hire someone from an Ivy League university. Uh, We just brought on uh, a new guy who's moving to Florida next week, Joey, and he's a college dropout. This guy's a college dropout over here. You finished college? I'm going to hold that against you when we do when we do end of year bonuses in a couple of weeks. Sorry, buddy, you went, you're getting a little something extra for dropping out. Um, college is a brain destroying machine. That's all it is. You will be lucky if your child comes out of college without waving a Hamas flag and with their original genitals intact, and you will have paid 150 grand for that privilege. It is completely insane. But let's continue. Here's Dr. Gay again. Love this woman, Dr. Gay, she's the bad guy in an Austin Powers movie. Dr. Gay is asked if foreign governments are actually funding some of the Middle East studies classes at Harvard that are teaching the kids that Hamas are the good guys.
0: We receive funding from a variety of sources because we have alumni from all over the world.
5: But that is correct, right? The Middle Eastern studies department? We receive funding from it's various a yes sources. It's yes or no, are you not aware? where the Middle Eastern Studies Department receives funding? We receive funding from various sources. I am asking sources. you a yes or no question. You are under oath in front of the United States Congress. You are giving lip service provided your attorneys. It's a yes or no question. Harvard receives funding from foreign entities and governments which support its Middle Eastern Studies Department, correct? We have alumni all over the world, and we benefit from their philanthropy. So the answer is correct. Yes? Yes? The answer is correct.
0: We receive support from and our alumni a, from all over the and world, support, from individuals. And what
5: amount of support is that, reported to the federal government?
0: I'd have to actually look at our filings. You I, don't know?
5: As the president of the university, you don't know?
0: Not that particular number. It's no, $1.5
5: billion dollars over the past three years. Are you aware of that?
0: I don't know if that is the correct number, but that's the number you've shared.
1: I'm pretty sure, I'm gonna give Stefanik a little credit here, I'm pretty sure the 1.5 bill, over three years. Think about that. Foreign donors and governments, 1.5 bill to Harvard on top. Can you Google uh, how much is the Harvard endowment right now? Harvard is sitting on, what is it, it's 36 billion? You just knew that off the top of your head? Wow. And this guy didn't even go to college. (laughs) Um, They are sitting on $36 billion, I'll take your word for it, 50 billion. 50 billion, all right, you ballparked it, it's okay. They're sitting on $50 billion. They got in the last three years $1.5 billion from foreign alumni and governments, okay? Stefanik knows that she's in Congress and that Dr. Gay over there is testifying under oath and they refuse to ever say anything true. These people, there is nothing to say about them at this point other than that they are so deeply corrupt that they have now turn they have turned the corner into being profoundly evil. But let's continue with Dr. Gay, uh, because here she is, and we know that Harvard has had these Hamas rallies all over the place. Some Jewish kids have, been, have had to hide in their rooms. Their rooms have been uh, vandalized. One Jewish kid got punched by somebody from Harvard Divinity School, because divinity, I guess, ain't what it used to be. Uh, so Dr. Gay was asked, is Harvard facilitating a hostile, anti-Semitic environment on campus? Harvard, by the way, which back in the day, now they discriminate mostly against Asian people with quotas. They used to, back in the day, have quotas against Jews because Jews were working too hard and paying attention to the right things too much. They didn't want too many Jews there. They still are not thrilled with Jews, but watch watch this, watch this.
4: As you know, Harvard received, uh, over the last four years, 3.2 billion in federal grants and contracts. Uh, During the 2021 school year, Harvard received 104 million through Title IV, why should Congress continue to invest money in Harvard when Harvard clearly violates Title VI and helps ho- foster a hostile Jewish hostile environment for Jewish students?
0: We are committed at, at Harvard to ensuring that all of our students thrive, that they feel safe and secure.
4: Well, apparently 100 professors, who, our- 100 professors who sent that letter to you uh, criticizing your condemnation of anti-Semitic remarks don't agree with that. And your students, your institution is clearly producing students who are sympathetic to a terrorist organization. Don't you think that's a misuse of taxpayer dollars? My time has expired. I...
1: She's just got nothing. She's got nothing. Do you understand your tax dollars go to these universities? It is, it is a giant, extraordinary grift. We've got more from Dr. Gay. So you would not want such a person to be part of the community.
0: Those are not consistent with Harvard values.
4: Would you want someone who has called for the eradication of the Jewish people uh, to be part of the Harvard community?
0: Again, those are not consistent with Harvard values, where we are committed to making. Would you no want space someone who has called for, for the
4: elimination of the state of Israel to be part of the Harvard community?
0: There is no place at Harvard for anti-Semitism.
4: But
1: the elimination
4: of the state of Israel—someone who advocates for that—is that someone you'd want to be part of the Harvard community?
0: There is no place for anti-Semitism at Harvard.
4: You're not answering my questions very well, Dr. Gabe. So I'm...
1: The woman cannot answer the question honestly. We've now shown you what, four clips of her? In no clip there did she answer anything honestly. And we all know it. She is fostering this. This is what her university is about. This is the, we are seeing it in real time right now. The end of social justice is taking a minority figures out through years of education and tradition and religion and belief and a whole bunch of stuff, figures out how not to be oppressed despite it being a minority. It figures out how to succeed and thrive because of liberal values that offer equality. It does that right. And then at the end, at the most lefty elite colleges, it is now thrown under the bus. Right? That's exactly what they're doing to the Jews at Harvard. Everyone knows it. And you have university presidents who, who will not stand up and, and say anything remotely close to true. Uh, here she is. Uh, she also apparently doctor, I can't take this Dr. Gay. This, is, this better be our last Dr. Gay. If we have any more Dr. Gay in this, I'm, I'm not doing it. One more from Dr. Gay, uh, because there were pro-Hamas protesters. They were vandalizing things and attacking students. And they were doing a whole bunch of, you know, just marching through dorms and which that could be upsetting. You know, if someone is marching through your dorm saying, I'd like to kill everyone in your, your grandma. Yeah, I'd love to kill her. That could be upsetting to some kids. Uh, she seems unclear as to whether anyone was disciplined for doing any of this stuff.
5: Why did you allow protesters to occupy University Hall for 24 hours? And not only were these students not punished, but two of your deans provided them with food and promised no disciplinary action would be taken. And that was reported by the Harvard Crimson. I can assure you that we
0: have very strong disciplinary processes, and where conduct violates our policies, we So did use conduct those violate
5: your pro- policies during the We have that disciplinary incident? processes underway. So is there an answer to that or not?
0: We have disciplinary
5: processes underway. So was any discipline action? I, I love the lip service. I do, and, and you academic, mm-hmm. I love that. I'm looking for an action item. Yes, no, was anybody expelled? Any action item. And if we you don't know, ho- that's okay too.
0: We hold our community to account All right, I'll reclaim for our my policies. time.
1: Mm. I actually don't know much about Congresswoman McLean, but I, I like her, because she basically, I'm gonna curse, you ready, it's okay? She basically is like, fuck off, gay. We've had enough of this bullshit. That's what, and, and that is the truth. Right. We're looking into, well, we did, sure, he did call for killing all the Jews, and that kid got punched, and, you know, they were, like, fuck off, gay. Uh, here's 15 seconds of uh, some of the Jordan thing I showed you a moment ago. Now I want you to think about what Jordan is saying here and see if it's applicable to everything that we just showed you.
3: I mean, there's no comparison between That's... Mao and a trans activist, is there? Why not? Because trans activists aren't killing millions of people?
4: The philosophy that's guiding their utterances is the same philosophy.
1: Yes, it is the same philosophy. It is the same philosophy so that these elite universities cannot do anything other than actually instigate the fires while their students are calling for genocide against their own students. But we should not be surprised by any of this. This has infected everything. So now I've got a video of Ibram X. Kendi. And Ibram Ibram X. Kendi is sort of the great, um, he he, in some ways, I hate to give the guy too much credit, but he's kind of the architect of every which way that woke has infected all of our cultural institutions and especially at a a television level. And uh, here he is. This guy is racist. This guy is a racist MFR. That's all he is. He has no true understanding of freedom or America or anything else. Uh, But what does that lead to if you're just like a neo-racist and you happen to be black? You're gonna get a gig at Netflix and they're gonna pay you a whole bunch of money to put out some racist programming for guilty white people. So here's Ibram Kendi getting a giant round of applause at a Netflix uh, screening uh, of his new show while of course demonizing white people. I guess that was just a bonus, but take a look.
6: I I don't think uh, white, people worldwide have really reckoned with how much their own personal identity is shaped by constructions of whiteness. And and how much um, that construction of whiteness uh, prevents uh, white people from uh, connecting to humanity. In other words, uh, recognizing that when you, when you recognize that you are part and parcel of humanity, in other words, you're not over humanity, right? Uh, it, it allows you to really be able to connect to people who don't look like you, who have kinky hair, who have dark skin, uh, and to see yourself in them. And it's whiteness that prevents that. Right and, and when you're not able to see yourself uh, in other human beings, that creates all sorts of problems um, but not just societal problems, personal problems uh, that that I think hopefully this 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 film and this work will will liberate those folks from so I, I think it's this liberate it's liberating all the way around right it, it you know, I think it, it will liberate, you know, really all of us because, uh, you know, we've all been told a lie about ourselves and other people.
1: Ooh. Oh, oh, my God. Oh, that is incredible. First off, everything he said there was com- Sweet, epic bullshit. Also, I'm pretty sure he culturally appropriated his dreadlocks from the Predator. Uh, also, Connor, I'd like to ask you because you are a representative, you're our main white, you're our whitest, you guys are both white, but you're, but you're our main whitest person here. Uh, he said that whiteness prevents you from connecting to humanity. Would you that? Would you say that's applicable to you? Yeah, like you're a pretty nice guy. People like Connor, everybody loves Connor. You've been unable to connect with humanity due to your whiteness. It's, it's all just, like they literally put words together and then a bunch of guilty morons pay them to do it, to put it on, oh my God, I should connect with my humanity. I'm white, what am I gonna do? He continues, we're really just hitting people over the head with this shit today between Dr. Gay and this Dr. Fraud go.
6: I actually do think that uh, white Americans and white people worldwide can begin to recognize the full scope of their privilege. And and part of the reason why I think that's the case is because as a man, you know, I've been seeking to and on a journey to recognize the, the full scope of my privilege as a man, right? You know, as a heterosexual man. Um, now People around me may tell me, well you haven 't done that yet right but I, but I feel like i'm genuinely trying i'm genuinely striving um, i'm genuinely also recognizing the ways in which uh, you know masculinity can be toxic not just to the world but even to men um, and so I, i'm i'm hoping that if I as a man uh, can can recognize that privilege, then, then, then white people, as white people can recognize their privileges as
1: well. Wow, look at this guy. He knows what a man is. He thinks just because he has a wang, he's a man. I'm very, very impressed. The whole scope of whiteness and uh, the white people's privilege. You know, I wanna say something about Netflix. The, the reason I'm showing you these clips is because you may think, okay, this guy's just some like academic blob. He's not even an academic, whatever he is. He's just some fraudster. But you probably have Netflix. I have Netflix. I have Netflix and I don't know how much longer I can have it. I'm almost done through the crown. I'm about to finish up the crown. And I watch Seinfeld on Netflix. I just gotta get a DVD player. Could one of you for Chrismaka? Could one of you get me a DVD player and get me all nine and all nine seasons of Seinfeld? Could you do that? And then I'm just done with Netflix. We this is what I mean. We are paying for our own demise. I canceled Disney Plus a long time ago. We're all just deciding. Like, think about it. Netflix pays that guy to promote racism, and then you sit your kid in front of that television, and they put on something to learn uh, about how racist they are. And if you don't think they're angling it towards kids, well, watch this. Here's another panelist on stage with Ibram Kendi who's in this new show that they're putting out on Netflix. And uh, well, they're very excited because uh, they're going to really start editing this thing and push it more, more to the kids, because the kids need more of this.
0: What What do I have next? I am doing a stamp from the beginning impact campaign. We made this film to change hearts, minds, and policy, and I am trying to work with our team of producers to make sure that it does just that. We want it to re-edit it so that we can get it to middle schoolers. We want to create curriculum. We want, to, uh, we want to do an annotated website and more because it is crucially important that children of all kinds grow up understanding there's nothing wrong with, with black people, but also grow up understanding that they have a right, they have an obligation, and they have the power to make change for everybody. So that's what I'm working on next. Yeah.
1: I mean, no one's growing up thinking there's anything wrong with black people. Congratulations. You guys are, well, you guys aren't particularly good, but it has very little to do with the fact that your skin color is black. It's because you've been infected with all of the wrong ideas, and now you are being paid by Netflix to infect everyone else with those bad ideas. So they want to take Ibram's new show, whatever the hell the show is, it doesn't even matter, and then they want to now edit it so it can be put in curriculum into middle schools. And people will allow this. Well, we ain't going to have it in Florida. But if you want to see what else uh, Netflix is doing, as you know, it's not just making your kids think that they're racist and you feeling guilty about your whiteness and oppressiveness and all that stuff. Uh, They are also trying to chop your children's genitals off. Here's a show called Big Mouth on Netflix.
3: Gay. Yeah, I did kind of think you were gay. So did I. But then I sang this duet with the ghost of Freddie Mercury. Sure, as one does. Be gay, totally gay. And I realized that didn't feel right either. It was something more than that. What's your problem, kid? I don't know. I just know I hate you and what you're doing to my body. Nobody likes puberty. That's why they made the show. It was like I was vibrating at this weird frequency all the time. Hey, I get it. But then I found this forum for trans kids and it was like, that's who I am. So I told my parents. Oh, God. Did they freak out? Sort of, yeah. But then my mom started listening to Lady Gaga, and sadly, that's what made her come around. Don't love, but
2: go on. I like that movie where a boyfriend pisses his at the Grammys.
3: So we decided I should go on hormone blockers. All right, let's get you
1: some toe hair.
6: F*** me- you! I was gonna make you such a man. You were gonna have dry knees and the confidence to wear flip-flops with long nails. And now
1: you'll never write for...
3: And now I'm here, and the boys are dicks, and the girls are also dicks, but like... In a more decimating way? Yes, what is up with that?
1: Guys, look, anyone can make whatever art they want, and you have to decide if you want to pay for it, and you have to decide what you want to put your kids in front of and see how that infects them. Um, I don't think there's a problem with being gay. My husband's gay. I'm gay after 10 p.m., okay? It's fine. It's just fine. It's not something that you have to scream about or make a big deal about really something I usually just do in my own home. Um, but but these people push, and then I went on Hormone Blockers, and I listened to Lady Gaga, and I chopped my wang off, and i it's just absolutely insane. But you know this is being pushed. It's being pushed relentlessly. Uh, here's a compilation of Disney shows going full woke too. The
6: flag stands for us as a group of people being united and being with each other in a time of need.
2: This country was built on slavery, which means slaves slaves built this country. The flag means everything to me. It means life, it means freedom, it also means unity,
1: and it means love.
3: We, the descendants of slaves in America have earned reparations for their suffering, and continue to earn reparations every moment we spend submerged in the systemic prejudice, racism, and white white supremacy. supremacy. All the flags, you know, you ride down the street, and it makes you feel connected, like, we're in this together
2: we celebrate juneteenth for the umpteenth time our account is still outstanding
4: because this country was built on slavery which means slaves built this country
1: what happened to disney why was disney then like that and now like this why did disney chop its own genitals off And the reason I'm showing you that, I know we've shown you that clip before, is because if they can do that to kids, and if they've been doing that to kids for years, thinking that America's evil and founded on slavery, and if you're a boy, you're actually a girl and all of that stuff, if they can do that to your kids at five years old and seven years old and nine years old, and then you send them to Harvard, where they can chant for genocide and call the bad guys good and the good guys bad, and then they can get those kids out of those universities into all of our uh, institutions, Do you think our institutions might crumble over time? You know it, and guess what? They are doing it intentionally, and they have been telling us they are doing it intentionally. You might remember some of those Disney production executives telling each other how great it is that they're infecting the minds of kids. Video. Hello
2: and welcome to the Disney Plus. This is me, Pride Celebration Spectacular.
1: Texted me this morning, (laughs) you know, Gen
5: Z is 30 to 40% queerer than the other generations, mom. So Disney better get with it. Our
0: leadership over there has been so welcoming to like my like not at all secret gay agenda. They've been really open to exploring queer stories. I'm on the production side. And so, kind of the only way to have these like canonical trans characters, canonical asexual characters, canonical bisexual characters is to give them stories where they can like be their whole selves. I identify as like a biromantic
5: asexual. I want
0: to like add, the, po- the, the pockets of the LGBTQ community that you don't see. I was like, I want to get like gay advanced.
5: So we no longer say ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's hello everyone or hello friends. We were targeting Gen Z and, and millennials. We were tar- targeting a younger... Um... All this content's going for to kids who
0: don't know any of this. And even if they're in a household like Keith uh, that have uh, supportive parents, they're still getting all of this information from media of what is normal.
1: Oh my god, I have to figure out a way to get a canonical asexual character into these shows. People can't watch shows that are just without canonical asexual characters. You have to have like 6 of them. I don't know what it means a canonical asexual character. I don't I don't know anyone like that in real life. But, 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 you know, look at me and my beard and I sound like a woman and that one's a bisexual divergent horse over there. And look at that two-spirited queer. We need more representation in the universities than our programming and blah. Uh, If you think all of this is not being directed top-down and there isn't some sort of war on your mind and your children and everything that is good and everything that human beings have fought for forever, uh, here's BlackRock CEO, Uh, explaining that uh, yes, they are using forces and economic levers to promote all of these bad ideas using ESG, you take a look.
4: Behaviors are gonna have to change. And this is one thing we're we're asking companies, Uh, You have to force behaviors, and at BlackRock, we are forcing behaviors. What we are doing internally is, if you don't achieve these levels of impact, your compensation could going to be impacted, okay? You have to force behaviors, and if you don't force behaviors, whether it's gender or race or just any way you want to say the composition of your team, you're going to be impacted.
1: I mean, I can't even imagine anything more evil. Why do you have to force behaviors? Connor, when you take your whiteness, when you leave this place and you think about your white, I'm not forcing you to do it. It would be nice if you would evaluate your whiteness and your white privilege. Phoenix, you too. I know you have a little darker skin, but still a little something would be nice, but I'm not gonna force you to. What is he talking about? We at BlackRock. So what they do with ESG is they tell these giant corporations that you must have a certain amount of black people and a certain amount of trannies and a certain amount of people with limps and lesbians and give me a midget who is a little confused about something and build your team. Then suddenly, because you don't do it on skill, you actually put something instead of skill and quality and, and, and worth and hard work and dedication, instead of focusing on that meritocracy, You then build worse products, and that's why all the Disney movies suck. That's why Disney is purging money right now. That's why DeSantis purely beat Disney, absolutely did beat Disney. But, we're almost there, people. What does forcing woke ESG behavior via corporate fascism remind you of? I think I have an idea.
3: I mean, there's no comparison between Mao and a trans activist, is there? Why not? Because trans activists aren't killing millions of people?
4: The philosophy that's guiding their utterances is the same philosophy. The consequences Not are... Not yet.
3: You're saying that trans activists no. could lead to the deaths of millions of people? What no, I'm
4: saying that the philosophy that drives their utterances is the same philosophy that already has driven us to the deaths of millions of
3: people. Okay, tell us how that philosophy is in any way comparable.
4: Sure, that's no problem. The first thing is, is that the philosophy presumes that group identity is paramount. That's the fundamental philosophy that drove the Soviet Union and Maoist China. And it's the fundamental philosophy of the left-wing activists. It's identity politics. It doesn't matter who you are as an individual. It matters who you are in terms of your group identity.
1: Did we lay it on thick enough for you today? I think we completed it, tied it in a bow. We're going to shellack it mail it out. You get it. You get it. There has been a plan for a long time to make this happen. As shocking as those videos are of those university presidents defending antisemitism and defending calls for genocide and not living up to any of their purported ideals, you should not be that shocked, right? It's shocking in in some, some thin layer way, but beneath it, if you've been paying attention to anything that we've been doing here that many other people have been talking about, and and if you've been following the trends of which way the Democrat party is going and what has happened to all of our cultural institutions and everything else, none of this should shock you. The real real question should be, what can you do about it? And you know what you can do about it? You can build new things. You can build better things. Uh, That's what I've tried to do here. That's what Rumble's doing. That's what Locals is doing. That's what Elon is doing with Twitter right? And that's what my friends at the Daily Wire are doing right now is they've gone into uh, movies and they just released the trailer. Oh, well, actually the movie's out, uh, but I want to show you, I want to end today uh, with the trailer of their first ever feature length comedy, Lady Ballers.
6: In a world where women's sports is being transformed, the Daily Wire calls foul with the most triggering comedy of the year.
4: Guys, this is serious. Sports can be your pathway to a better life. Well like yours. <laughs> Please don't steal my catalytic converter again. Winning matters. It's the key ingredient in becoming a winner. Maybe you should try it sometime. Are you gonna move? I am not <laughs>
5: Let's cut to the chase. I know you're not a woman. (laughs) Hey,
4: you don't know how he identifies. If you can beat them. What do
5: you know about the US Opens for the Global Games?
4: You want us to compete as women. $5,000 prizes. My lover says you were a great coach back in the day. Join. This is the way the world is now. My eight-year-old daughter told me all about it. So a guy can become a girl with no physical changes at all.
1: Oh, that's called ginger fluid.
4: So I can be a woman on the court and a man in the bedroom. I can't believe it. Nice!
1: You mean when you're sleeping? Yes. Coach. Alex. We, we could, could play, play basketball. basketball. We'd have to get the whole team back together. It's time. We're in.
6: I'm in. I'm in. To Plank. Lady Baldur. Mound up. Like a girl. That's right. I'm with her.
4: Oh! 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 i heroes. Day
1: one of being a girl athlete?
0: <laughs>
1: I love being a girl. To sheroes. We could dominate every woman's sport running, swimming, soccer. I said sport, Felix! Slay
4: this basketball, boys. Nobody watches. Excuse me.
2: Are these seats open?
4: Never mind. Getting
1: dunks.
6: (laughs) And tucking trunks.
1: No, she didn't. (laughs) That's the biggest I've ever seen on a lady. I I don't care. Lady Ballers
4: one can even be trans-age now, which provides Shelix with a wonderful opportunity to relive all the experiences
1: that she missed out on in school.
6: (laughs) (laughs) Streaming exclusively on Daily Wire Plus.
1: God, cameos by Ben Shapiro, Andrew Clavin, and many more. You guys get the point. Build new things. These people are not gonna stop. The institutions are not coming back. Disney is not coming back. Netflix ain't coming back. But whatever whatever it is you do, whether you are literally a plumber or a cleaning person or you own a little uh, food store or whatever, like build your things the way the way you want to see society operate, and that is the only way we will separate from these people because they are simply not going to stop. and maybe we just have to let them let them have the wreckage. You know what? Congratulations, guys, you did it. You destroyed an awful lot. Keep that crap. We're onto greener pastures. Uh, People of the Internet is live at 1 p.m. If you want to send us a up to a 30-second video submission, if you want to ask me a question, you can do it right now. Just email us, contact at rubinreport.com. Uh, as I've mentioned, we have a new Twitter account for show clips. It's Ruben Report Show on Twitter. The merch store is DaveRubin.store. Post game show right now, rubinreport.locals.com. See you tomorrow.